Welcome to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Hi, I'm Nicole Bernard, and I'll be your host. I've been a small business owner for over 12 years, and I know how hard it is to market your business effectively. With all the tools out there, it can be confusing, and with all the tasks of running a business, it can be hard to find the time. In this podcast, I'll cover best marketing practices, essential tips and tricks to grow your business, and chat with other business owners to glean valuable information that they are using to crush their goals. So grab a glass and let's chat. Hey guys, and welcome back to this week's episode of Bubbles and Biz. Um, My guest this week is a lover of sleep, Enneagram One, and Science Geek. Since founding Sleeper Teachers, a whole family sleep consulting agency with 11 consultants around the U.S., Brittany is also a coach for other mom bosses looking to sustainably grow their virtual service-based businesses through strategy and mindset work. As a business owner and mom herself, Brittany knows that sleep plays a vital role in success of businesses, parenting, relationships, healing, and overall wellness. So thanks for joining me, Brittany. Of course. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks, Nicole. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, I wish I would have known about your business about nine years ago when my son would not sleep. <laughs> um, you know, I hear that quite often. And nine years ago, I wasn't a mom yet and had no idea what was coming my way um, in the sleep realm. So yes, <laughs> sorry. And, uh, you know, timing is timing is everything. Totally. Yeah. Well, I, I love that you're helping parents now because it's definitely... Um, I I love sleep too. Like I seriously could sleep like 12, 13 hours on like if nobody interrupted me, but that doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> but <laughs> I love it. Um so yeah, so if you can um I'd love to learn like obviously how you got into this and you know what you did before, you know all of that fun stuff that that got you to where you are now. Yeah, totally. So um in my life before business ownership Um, I actually was a high school science teacher. Um, So I majored in biology and science education and then got a master's in science curriculum and instruction. So that's like my science geek uh, (laughs) background Um, and kind of where that love of biology came from actually started in high school for me. Um, And so I taught eight years um, and then uh, year six, I had Lincoln, our son, who he's he's six now. So my sixth year of teaching when was when I had him. And then I did um, another, after having him, I did another year of teaching before I took the biz full time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, teaching is, is a big part of what we do as sleep consultants and actually also as a coach, it's a big role. So mm-hmm. I feel like I, this, the sleep business kind of was a way to marry the education and the sleep and the struggles that I had been through in motherhood so far. Um, and then grew that and grew that team. And so now I teach my team and mentor them and then also teach um, other business owners. So it's kind of a full circle rooted in science and education. Oh, I love that. And yeah, and you have a team of 11, right? In five yes. years. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And it was actually, it was um, me through 2019. So then in the last three years, the team has grown. I started um, just as a solopreneur, mm-hmm. um, started the sleep business. Um, and then a year later, added an adult sleep certification. Mm-hmm. Uh, because what I found was that parents were much more rested once their kids were sleeping, but there are still obviously adult sleep struggles. So I added that on. um, And then the next year started growing the team. So 
Oh, that's awesome. So did your son not sleep great or? Like, uh, is that- he, yeah, didn't sleep. I mean, you know, I just didn't know. I didn't yeah. know what to expect. I didn't know how to help him. Um, I was struggling with some postpartum anxiety and depression and, um, you know, sleep was obviously a contributing factor to that, or I guess lack of sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was actually his pediatrician who first turned me on to the idea that it was something that I could teach him how to do. Yeah. And I'm so incredibly thankful for her, um, not only for the way it transformed my journey in motherhood, but then of course for, for what it brought me as the business side too. So, yeah, totally. Yeah. So I, my son is was a terrible sleeper, but my daughter, she's three years older than him. And so okay. we obviously had her first, and she did not sleep very much during the day. She would take very short cat naps, but at night she uh-huh. would sleep like 10, 12 hours. Oh, and wow. like, oh, this is awesome. Like, we're the best yeah. parents ever. You know, like, we, <laughs> and then like three years later, Arlo was like, just Boom. kidding. Like, <laughs> yeah. he loved all the naps during the day and then just did not sleep great at night. Um, Got it. So, yeah, those days seem so long ago, but, yeah, still, you know, PTSD from it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a thing. It's a thing. And I think, you know, a big part of, of the parenting journey, right, is, like, we glorify the really great moments and we tend to forget <laughs> some of the <laughs> yes. crummy ones, mm-hmm. at least with those, you know, with pregnancy, with childbirth itself, yes. and with the newborn periods. And so I feel like some of us even forget about how hard it it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's definitely a humbling experience to be in it with families um, as they're going through it. Because yeah. boy almighty, it's a game changer. It is. Ways. Yeah. But when it works and when it does, you know, when sleep is going well and when it isn't, it, it totally changes the the path. Yeah, totally. Well, and I mean, don't they use like sleep deprivation for like torture? I mean, there's yes. a reason why. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, I, yeah, it's definitely a basic human need. That's for yeah, sure. For sure. <laughs> Um, so awesome. So yeah, I'd love to, um, chat about growing your team and your business. Like seriously, like so quickly, that's amazing. Um, so what did you, like, when did you kind of know it was time to kind of grow your team? You know, like, I don't know if you had any experience before that of like hiring people or, you know, like what kind of like that process looked like. Yeah. So I had no business experience, um, prior to launching this bad boy in 2017. Um, like I said, it was all all about the education for me and and um, being in like the teacher role. So the the client facing side of of the business has been much easier than the business side for me, just in terms of where my gaps were. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had no experience with the team. I of course had experience like on teams, on leadership teams, and panels, mm-hmm. and in in mentor type roles. Um, and the, the way the whole team actually came to be, um, I was working with a coach, a business coach. Um, it was the, the second year of my business, which was the year I went full-time with it and mm-hmm. wasn't teaching anymore in the classroom. And um, my coach and I were kind of working through like all the ways to make sure that I was being as efficient as possible in terms of like ways to save myself time in order to c- continue to let the business grow and scale. Mm-hmm. And you know, we added, we went through this whole process to change the ways that I was working with clients and to change all of my back end. And I hired my first assistant and all of these things that we were trying <laughs> to do and all of these strategies we were trying to implement. And um, by, you know, a few months into that process, it was like, all right, well, this is rolling as smoothly as it can be as a solopreneur um, ship and we need more. So, mm-hmm. um, 
it was kind of a, like I had gotten as far in as big as I could get uh, with the time that I had, right. Keep in mind, I had a one-year-old. Um, <laughs> and so for the time that I had, and my husband um, works a, a job on shift work. And so, you know, our, and we live in a, in a rural community and uh, we don't have family nearby. So I was like limited by time for sure. Mm-hmm. And by childcare. And so um, it was like, okay, well, what does this look like if I have consultants that are able to su- support me in supporting clients? And so um, I actually put out an email to my list of former clients. And that is how the team has grown. Oh, um, that's so awesome. with the exception of, of two um, consultants that I have now who had their own consulting businesses, and then we're just feeling kind of the pains of loneliness. Mm-hmm. Um, not really loving doing it on their own and wanted to join on to our team with the exception of them. We're a, we're a former sleep client sleep team now, um, <laughs> which is so, so, so cool. And I feel like it has all of these perks and benefits um, that I never even expected or anticipated. When I sent that email, it was kind of like, Hey, do you know anyone who would want to do this? Like never expecting that it would be my clients themselves. Yeah. Well, they've been through the process, you know? So like, that is awesome. They totally like support and, you know, obviously it worked. So that is amazing. Yes. Yes. So it's very cool and it's so personal. Yeah. Um, And so like you said, them having had walked through it. um, And then since then, you know, uh, our consultants have worked with families and then those moms are reaching out to them like, okay, wait, how do I join the team? (laughs) Yeah. So that's sort of how the, how the snowball started. And um, I think it really does. It adds to the kind of element of team growth and team bonding. Mm -hmm. Um, Knowing that so many of us have, have been through this process, handholding each other, right? I was handholding them and then they were handholding their clients and now their clients are also team members. Mm. Um, And so it just adds to that, the bond and that community that we've created, which is very, very special. I love that. Um, And so people listening, like if, and you didn't quite have any, you didn't have any experience managing people. Like, so no. what would some tips be to be like, cause people are like, oh, I don't know, you know, like, yeah. that, cause that's to me, I, I was lucky enough to pull on my first full-time person this year and it's okay. been amazing. But yeah, like, um, I, again, wasn't totally sure I've managed teams, but not as like the owner, like, you know, I've right. managed others. So it's totally different. Um, so, it, and it seems scary and overwhelming the first time, mm-hmm. you know, so mm-hmm. do you have any tips, you know, on like kind of how to manage or like things you look for when, you know, growing your team, things like that? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, So, you know, obviously it's going to depend on everyone's different business. But for me, one of the things that I've liked the most um, have been the times where I've brought on more than one team member at a time. So um, like my first experience, I brought on two team members. So they went to training together. They got certified together. Um, they learned the content in terms of like the sleep coaching part together. Mm -hmm. And then they came on to my team. And so then I got to mentor them and they got to learn from me, but also from each other, which was really cool. I love that. It was this, um, yeah, it was like a, it was like a paired learning experience. Mm -hmm. So then they have like a buddy, you know, like a little buddy system. Exactly. Exactly. Like a buddy system, which was so great for them and for their experience and for their learning, um, because of course, every family has different needs. And so then um, they kind of got to experience two at, at a time because they would know their own experience with their current client plus 
their team members, right? Their buddies. Mm -hmm. Um, And then from a mentoring and coaching perspective, it has been great for me um, because I get to say the same thing once and two people get to hear it. (laughs) So again, like an efficiency piece Mm -hmm. where, um, and I, of course, also loved bringing on one at a time in the instances where I've done that. But like my uh, most recent growth was a year ago, last November. um, And I brought on four. Mm-hmm. And um, same thing, like so cool that they they get to learn almost like four times as quickly because they get four times the experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, the efficiency piece for me and, um, you know, kind of the collaboration and the co-learning that can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're in a, a position or a spot and growing a team um, kind of in that way where it can where your tree can kind of become more of like a bush <laughs> and you kind of branch out instead of like, you know, horizontally instead of vertically. Um, that would be something certainly worth considering if it works for the structure of your business. Um, and then I think in terms of like, you asked something, Nicole, about like finding the right person or, or like knowing, you know, how does it work? Mm-hmm. Um, I think just having like very honest and transparent and vulnerable conversations in the interview process. Yeah. The more time you spend on that front end, the better for everyone. Um, just ensuring that it is a good fit that everyone's, you know, has clear expectations and that those expectations can be managed appropriately on both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, so lots and lots of time and conversation um, which when you're in the moment of needing a team, it's often because you don't have t- time, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it can be hard to, to carve out that time and it can be hard to make space for that. But I do think it's probably the most valuable part of yeah. the process. And if you can do that right, um, from the beginning, I do think it is a huge impact down the road. Totally. Yeah. And so what do you, what does your interview process look like? And then after that, do you have kind of like a, you know, onboarding systems? Like, yeah. Yeah. So, um, the conversations initially, um, you know, just like those initial interest conversations, talking about certification, talking about, you know, their past, um, experience and both in jobs and in parenting. Yeah. (laughs) Um, their past experience within this field. So in our case, like with sleep specifically, um, what were their, what was their family's experience and, you know, how has that impacted them? Mm-hmm. Um, and then lots of conversations about um, kind of going back to the expectations, but like, what are they expecting in terms of a time commitment? Yeah. Um, what are their expect- expectations in terms of leads um, in terms of, you know, income that they're going to make just having, open, open, sometimes even uncomfortable <laughs> conversations <laughs> with, you know, because it really, it, the sooner you get it all put out there. Yes. Yeah, so um, better in the beginning than to find out yes, later. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and then for, in terms of the, um, another big one for me is because the, the women on my team, on my team happen to be moms and because we're working with moms mm-hmm. around sleep, um, what kind of support do they have at home? And yeah. so I find that conversation super important to have. Uh, I have had instances where the partner, their partner has wanted to come on the phone for a part of the interview. And I love that Yeah, um, I, because it, it really does um, take a village as they say. <laughs> and as we know, it's true. Um, 
And I would never want someone to feel like work was taking away from their family in a way that they didn't have support. Mm-hmm. And so making sure that, you know, there are, of course, going to be extenuating circumstances where kids are unexpectedly homesick on the day that you have a consult and that happens. Yeah. We, we all get that. Um, but, you know, for the majority of the time and for the most part, like, do you have help in your circle that can help you to be successful as a consultant? Um, because if my consultants don't have time to serve clients, then their role on my team is pretty minimal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so getting at that, like, what does home look like for you? What does support yeah. look like for you? What does this commitment look like to you? And is your partner able to be supportive of you in this? Mm-hmm. Um, was kind of an, I, I guess I hadn't really anticipated that in yeah. being a needed question or conversation. And boy almighty, it is <laughs> more than important. I would say it's absolutely necessary. Totally. Yeah. And I love that too, actually, like for any, I mean, I I do know like specifically, you know, since you're consulting and they're, you know, dealing with clients, but that could be, I feel like that question and scenario used across different service-based businesses, you know, like, and we kind of forget about that part, you know, of like, how are you supported instead of, you know, Mm -hmm. yeah, no, I love that. Yeah. 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 So then once, um, you know, we've gone through those initial conversations, which for me, it's typically like three to four different uh, interviews, I guess, mm-hmm. if you could say. So it's not just like one call. Okay, great. Right. Go. Let's roll. <laughs> um, so once we get through those handful of conversations, and then um, in our case, they work through the sleep specific content uh, to get their sleep certification, then I start the like onboarding and mentoring within the team. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my first Let's see, my first seven consultants I mentored personally. Um, and now for my most recent four, I have two team members who are now helping me to mentor. Awesome. Um, again, freeing up some time for me, <laughs> which is fabulous. Um, and creating more buy-in within the team, mm-hmm. which totally. is super, super cool. Um, and and so that is you know, kind of an ongoing mentorship, obviously at the beginning, it's a little bit more intense, Mm -hmm. um, in terms of how much support they're needing and they're receiving. Um, we have, um, like a client management system that we all use. And so because I'm able to access theirs, I can help them at any time that they need it. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we have like ongoing team calls, which are bi-weekly and, um, we have two retreats every year. One is more of like a content sleep type weekend. Um, and then the other one is me like spoiling the snot out of them. Oh, that's <laughs> like awesome. A, a full-on team <laughs> retreat. Yeah, we just had one a couple of weeks ago in Boston, which was oh. so fun. Yeah, I um, love Boston. And, mm, it was so awesome. And it's just so cool, like because we are all virtual mm-hmm. um, the majority of the time, it is so neat to be able to get together and and really grow those relationships um, in person when we can. Yeah. Oh, I love that. So do you have any goals of like a certain number of consultants? Like, will you guys be growing more or how does like, I'm just curious. Um, yeah. I, I'm also curious. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, when I first put out my call back in uh, May of 19, um, when I first put out my call, my thought was I was going to have one team member and that was going to be enough. And then <laughs> in July, I onboarded two at one time, um, and started with two and, and, you know, now the, the growth since then has been incredible. 
Um, it has all been very, very organic. So I've never been like, okay. And then by, um, you know, February of 23, then there's going to be three more. (laughs) I've never known. Um, I've just always, I'm a big, um, visualizer, a big uh, believer in alignment. And Mm -hmm. so I just kind of let it be what it is. And so far, um, there I've been more than successful with that. So right now we're, we're good. We feel really good. And, um, we'll see what comes. Um, you know, the cool thing about a business like ours is the more clients we work with, the more clients we get, Yeah. um, and being so referral based. And so I don't know, are we done growing? Not sure for now. We are. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. I love that. So you just touched on, I do want to talk more about, um, taking some quick inspired action. Cause I do love that. But mm. since you were, mentioned referral base one of my favorite questions is to ask like what is your favorite or like most effective marketing strategy that you use Mm. um so yeah that just popped up yeah i love that so um for us in the sleep business um in the consult sleep consulting and then also for me as a business coach um i would say social proof so referrals Mm -hmm. through social media um Instagram specifically, and even more specific than that is Instagram stories. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the work that we do as sleep consultants, our results are quite quick, like a few <laughs> nights of work oh, that's um, awesome. before a family's life is very much changed and very, very quickly improved. And so that leaves a lot of space for social proof, mm-hmm. um, for social sharing and social stories. Um, so Instagram kind of is our main base for that. Um, and then I would say similarly, um, it, within the business coaching that I'm doing, um, it's referrals, um, from business owners that I've worked with, um, and then them sharing their results or me sharing kind of these transformations also on Instagram. Awesome. I love it. Yeah. Are you guys on Pinterest at all or a lot of Instagram? Yeah. Um, Pinterest we will like reshare our blogs um, Mm -hmm. from our website to Pinterest. And, you know, I would say, yeah, like we offer a lot of education. And so that Mm -hmm. is definitely a place. Um, But I think social proof comes a little bit more organically for us on Instagram. Awesome. Love it. Yeah. I love, and I love too that you said that you kind of um, let it just kind of happen as it is being in line, in alignment and organic. I I just love that because I totally agree. Um, but you've also got me thinking now, too, because in my head, like for goals, I want to hire another project manager. But now I'm kind of mm-hmm. like, huh, should I just do two at once? So now my mind is like just going. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. Like, when those things happen and when those thoughts come, it's like it's I love getting curious about mm-hmm. that. Like, oh, hmm, OK, totally. yeah. I wonder, <laughs> like, what would that look like? What could it be like? How could it serve me? How could it serve them? How could it serve the future of the business? Yeah. Um, and in those cases, I always ask myself, like, what would Brittany a year from now say about that? Yes. And oh, like, I I'm that. pretty, pretty sure that Nicole a year from now would be like, oh, thank goodness I brought them on at the same time. Right. Yeah. That totally. was so helpful to all of us. I can't yeah. imagine if I would have done them one after the other. Right. <laughs> I know. I'll be like, I have to send Brittany more champagne that gets to her in time <laughs> to say thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um so is that how you kind of take your 
inspired action? Like, do you just kind of get curious, yeah. think about it and then go like you don't like yeah. kind of go over that into like that, you know, analysis paralysis that sometimes happens, you know, if we think absolutely. too much. Absolutely. But yeah. yeah, absolutely. And as um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the Enneagram, but as an Enneagram one, I can get so bogged down in um, perfectionistic tendencies. Mm -hmm. And so it's really fascinating. Like my husband and I joke how like I can be so perfectionistic in some ways. And so like quick inspired kind of just like believe in possibility and curiosity yeah. and intuition and just roll with it. Mm -hmm. Um, and I am so grateful that my business has brought that to light for me. Mm -hmm. Um, because I think about myself like as a student, um, in high school and college and, um, even as an educator and there was so much like prepping and planning and just like all of this very, very intentional time, lots mm -hmm. and lots of intentional time around like, and I think about myself as a teacher with lesson plans and with okay. objection, you know, objectives mm -hmm. and, and all of the standards and all of the testing <laughs> and like so much perfectionistic um, work there and so much analysis and paralysis as a result. And so business has brought to me this new lens of possibility and curiosity and just trying, like, just try the freaking thing, right? Yes, like, yeah. why not? Like, mm -hmm. it's so interesting. And this comes up so, so often, Nicole, in, in the coaching that I'm doing with women business owners, we often have this in our businesses, we have this like worst case scenario. So like for you, let's just go with the, like, should I bring on two mm -hmm. team members or one? So like probably, and let's just go there. So what, like, what's the worst case if you bring on two people? Um, I guess just the first thing that comes to mind is that, you know, I wouldn't have enough work. Like I have a few yeah. clients coming on board next month, but then, which is what makes me think I want another one. Um, right. and, but then what if I, you know, then I'm just like, yeah. well, what if I don't have enough? Yeah, <laughs> so. totally. Okay. So worst case is like you bring on two, you take the time to train them. Mm -hmm. They're like the perfect fit. You love everything about it. And then you get like, you come, you know, comes down to it and you don't have enough work for them. Right. Mm -hmm. That's like yeah. worst case. Okay. So then my thought is like, okay, so if you don't have enough work for them, do you trust that you could get work for them? Yes. Right. Or mm -hmm. like, if you don't have enough work for them, do you trust that they could help you get work for them? <laughs> oh yeah. I, mean, I never really right? thought about like, it that way either. Yeah. Right. And you know, do you have enough of a like client base that you could get referred mm -hmm. out or you can get some new reviews? And I yeah. think so often our fear is around the scenario that's so unlikely. Yeah. Right. So worst case, you don't have enough work for them. You have to let them go. They tarnish your name. They tarnish your brand because they're like, oh my gosh, she brought us on and she didn't even have work. Right. We make up all these crazy stories in our right? head about how <laughs> horrible this is going to be if I train these two people and it doesn't work out. But like, if it doesn't work out, then you're back to having one team member. And guess what? you're already living that life. Yeah. Like you already only have one team member and you're fine. Mm -hmm. Totally. The worst case is that like all of this stuff happens and you spend some time and you meet some people and it doesn't work out and you're back to where you are now. Mm -hmm. So if the worst case is that you come back to where you are now, like why not try it? Yeah. No, I love that. And then just like, I, cause I always think that way of like, okay, what could go wrong? I don't know why I'm, yep. I'm working on that, but 
<laughs> you know, what if it went right? Like, what if it was totally. amazing? Yeah. Like, it's so funny that we as humans, I feel like, automatically start to think of, like... The worst. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then if we really look at it, the worst case... T- most of the time, especially in business, right, mm-hmm. isn't actually all that bad. Most of the time, we are living right. currently what we imagine to be our worst case, mm-hmm. and we love our current. Like we, I would never call this my worst case scenario ever. Right. Yeah, this is a freaking kick ass scenario. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, like for me, you ask, like, will I bring on more team members? Well, I don't know. Like, and I could say the same thing. Like, what if we don't have enough leads, or what if mm-hmm. there isn't enough need for it? And I go from where we are to say 14 and it doesn't work out and we come back to where we are now. Okay. Yep. I like 11. It feels good. So like, you know, yeah, it's interesting, but that has helped. I think my like inspired action and just like getting curious and believing Mm -hmm. in possibility because at the end of the day, like I can always fall back to where I am. Yeah, totally. This is my safety net. Right. Mm -hmm. And like you said, if it doesn't work out and the, chances of somebody going and getting so upset, you know, like they're probably right. gonna be like, Oh my God, I totally understand. You know, I'm sorry yeah. that you don't, you know, it's yeah. so funny. Um, so yeah. So, okay. And so what is the name of your, um, coaching business? It's just me. It's just Brittany. Oh, awesome. Okay. Yep. I yep. love it. So yeah, I, um, it's funny. I like just changed. We just did a big rebrand for sleeper teachers for the sleep business. Um, and I, updated my like about Brittany page mm-hmm. to finally involve my coaching in it awesome. um, because up until now it's been like Instagram DM and Facebook messenger and <laughs> people have found me and um yeah I thought really hard about like do I want to like grow this coaching brand or do I mm-hmm. want to like grow this whole new blah 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 and all the things and the answer <laughs> right now is no um that sounds like a lot of unnecessary work um <laughs> that I could be helping clients or helping my team. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I am for now just going to let the clients continue to roll in through referrals and word of mouth and yeah. worry about the social media side of things if and when I need to, <laughs> um, if it comes. Yeah, that's awesome. So do you still do consulting for sleeper teachers as well? Like you I do. Okay. I do pretty, pretty rarely. Um, like if a returning client comes back with a new baby after I've already worked with them, um, and then, you know, there are a few cases where people would prefer like a premium price for the added experience. Uh-huh. Um, but most of the time, um, I'm referring to my consultants. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, yay. Okay. So I'm, we're to your favorites, which is one, another one of my favorite parts of the show. Cause it's kind of just personal question, not like super personal questions, but like, um, bring it on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's your favorite book or, and it can be more than one because I know every mm. people love books. Yeah. Um, my favorite kind of personal growth book as of recent is, um, green light by Matthew McConaughey. Uh, somebody else has re- um, <sighs> said that recently too. And oh I actually gosh. have it on Audible, but I have not yes. listened to it you yet. You have to listen no. to it. And okay. he narrates it. But I've it heard. like so dreamy. It's just like. His voice is awesome. Yes. It's awesome. It's it's a thing for okay. sure. Awesome. It's a vibe. <laughs> it's a vibe. Um, I'm currently reading. Uh, where is it? Um, chill and Chill and Prosper. Oh, um, Denise Dudfield Thomas. That sounds awesome. Yes. I love chilling and prospering. <laughs> yes. Chill and prosper. The new, ri- um, the new way. 
I'm trying to think. Um, the new way to grow your business, make millions and change the world. Oh, kind of I, like the anti-hustle culture, which I yeah, love. Me too. Yes, I love that. That's okay. pretty good. I just wrote that down. Yay. Okay. Um, what's your favorite drink? And it can be anything. Um. Oh, I feel like there's like different drink, different favorites for different occasions. If that yes. makes sense. Like mm-hmm. totally. Um, I'm currently watching the snowfall. Yes, I live in Nevada. Yes, it snows it's in Nevada. Snowing already. It's snowing. It's oh, snowing. that's awesome. And so tonight will probably be like a glass of Pinot as I make dinner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I lovely. love it. I love a good glass of champagne. Um, I'm also a sucker for a, Mos- a Moscow mule. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm a gallon of water a day kind of gal. So <laughs> I also drink a lot of water. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Yeah. I, I, for, and for the longest time, like growing up, I never drank water. And now that I look oh. back, I'm like, how? How did I survive? Yeah, like I know. I know. I don't know. Um, okay. What is your favorite thing to do to relax? Oh man. Um, I love reading. I love mm-hmm. reading. I'm, I, it's, um, re I'm doing air quotes around the word reading. Cause I listen. <laughs> yeah. I'm an audible gal. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, yeah, I love to read. I, my goal this year was 22 books and 22 and I hit that already. Awesome. Um, I love to read. I love to listen as I walk. That's like probably my one of my favorite ways to unwind. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think that's probably top of the list. I love that. Yeah, I recently, like in the last year, started listening to like podcasts and books. Um, yeah. I always listen to music when I went running, but I was like, okay, you know, I may as well just <laughs> like put. You know, two birds, one stone. Like all these books yeah. that I want to read and listen sure. to, and all this like educational stuff. So yeah, I'm the same way. I yeah, love it. and this year my focus has been on fiction, um, which has also been fun because I yeah. feel like it's pretty easy to consume business content all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I yeah. had kind of fallen into that, and I was like, I think I need some fiction in my life. Um, Colleen Hoover is my recent top of the list. I don't oh. know if you are a fiction listener, but. Um, no, but I should be. Kind of thriller. Oh my gosh. She is whew, talk about a vibe. Yeah. She okay. a vibe. She is like top of the top of the top of the charts right now. Oh, um, okay. All all because of TikTok and like book talk. <laughs> they have a book talk. They have I think it's like when people share books on TikTok. I don't think oh, it's a separate platform. Okay. I'm like, oh, I've never heard of that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But she I saw something yet uh, yesterday or Monday, and you'll have to fact check this, but she sold more books than the Bible, like more books this year than the Bi- than sold of the Bible this year. Oh wow! What was her name? Colleen Hoover. Hoover. Yeah. Hoover. Okay. Hoover. So the the cool kids call her like all of her, you know, kind of her following is yeah. Coho. Coho. <laughs> That's cute. O H O. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's she think of salmon. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, but she is phenomenal. I just finished. Um, she had a book come out last week that was called Ooh. "It Starts with Us." But you should okay. add, you should read "It Ends with Us" first, and okay. then it starts with us, which awesome. seems backwards. Okay. I love that. Yeah, because I don't know. Have you ever heard of Emily Giffen? And this was like yes. a while. Yeah, I loved yeah. all of her books. And like whenever I see a new one or like even yeah. pick up an old one, like I can't put it down. So um, yes. yeah. Okay. Yay. I love getting into books like that. Okay. Um, what's your favorite thing to watch? Um, 
That's a great question. (laughs) These are all great questions. Um, My husband and I have season after season been watching together. um, The good doctor. I have not ABC. It's um, a surgeon um, who is on. He has autism. He's on the autistic. Okay. uh, On the spectrum. And um, he's a, his brain is fascinating. The way he, he, the way he thinks about science is fascinating. The way he interacts with his patients is fascinating. So we've been loving that. Yeah. Especially with your science background. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I also love friends like my default. (laughs) If I'm just like wanting to watch something mindlessly, you know, while I'm like picking up the house or folding laundry, it's friends. Yeah, I love it. I mean, it's such a classic and like it even makes me think of like the Thanksgiving one when Joey gets like the turkey on his head because it's like coming up, you know, <laughs> totally. And the Brad Pitt one, does is, does he come for Christmas or Thanksgiving? Remember, he was like, I think it's also Thanksgiving. OK, I'm going to have to pull yeah. those up soon. <laughs> that one's funny. <laughs> OK, um, and last one, where is your favorite place to travel to? Mm. Whoa. So we took a, we took a family Christmas trip in 2019, right before COVID. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that trip was so special and we didn't even know it at the time. Yeah. Um, so that was very cool. And we went to Costa Rica, um, Mm -hmm. and we were there over Christmas. Um, and we, that year we didn't do gifts for anyone. We didn't do, we like just got to be there, which was so special. Um, and then like more generally speaking, I love going to Arizona. My mom and my stepdad live down there. So um, I love getting to go down there and see my mom and let them have time with my son. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's always like a great mom break. Yeah. Um, it's or so my pretty. husband and I will go and yeah, it's, it's great and nice weather pretty much all the time and lots to do. Um, we live in a smaller community and don't have a Target or like a Trader Joe's or a Whole Foods. So <laughs> Like when we go to places like Scottsdale, I just kind of get my fill of the city, yeah, um, which is fun. And of course, it's great to be with family. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I love um our, our final trip. Like right, like we literally got home five days, I think, before the world shut down for COVID. Was to Las uh-huh. Vegas. Like we drove. Oh my gosh. To, yeah, I don't know where you are in relation to Vegas, but yeah, we're like eight hours north. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so yeah. we drove to, like, we're in Oregon, so we went over to Twin okay. Falls and then down. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah, I was, there were times you, like, that I drove through, you drove, like, very near to Elko. Okay. Um, oh, I remember you seeing down that sign. From Twin. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of, you... there's not a lot around you, No, right? okay. no, that's why the champagne didn't make it yet. Oh, <laughs> yes, okay. I know, there were times on that road I was like, oh, my God, y'all. Like, they, I haven't yeah. seen a car in, like, 15 minutes. Like, right. not even one car. <laughs> no, let alone, like, a cell phone tower. Yeah, oh, no, that was, you know, I was like, if we break down on here, like, we're screwed. Like, but it was beautiful. Like, the yeah. valley was breathtaking. Mm. Um, when I was not thinking about where we were in the middle of nowhere. But. Right, right. <laughs> you just can't think about it too hard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, like we, my, uh, there was a REMAX conference in my father-in-law's. Oh. Yeah, REMAX. And so they came up from New Orleans. We drove down and met them halfway. And it was, it was super fun. But I love that. Yeah. Well, awesome. Um, well, yeah. So where can everybody find you? Social media, website, all of that stuff so they can connect with you after the show. Yeah, great. So um most active on our sleeper teachers page. I still run and create content there. So, um, it's at sleeper teachers with an S. Um, and then our website is sleeperteachers.com. Um, and then within both of those, there's ways to connect with me on my Brittany Stefanik page for 
more of like the business side of things. Um, but sleep would be sleeper teachers and that's probably the best place to start. Awesome. Yeah. And I love your website. I was on it earlier. It's super cute. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. It's it's the the newest pride and joy. It was, (laughs) (laughs) you know, those Uh rebrands bigger than you ever, ever, ever imagined. Yeah. And it's like a can of worms, especially when you get the website. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And then, yeah, you realize like, and your email is down because you switched yep. your domain and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, all of the things. Totally. Well, yeah, y'all did a great job. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um, well, awesome. Well, thank you so much. This has been such a fun conversation. It was so fun to hear about um, growing so quickly and I loved your tips. So thank you for sharing all that. Thank you so much. It was great to meet you, Nicole, and um, have a great day. Thanks, you too. And thanks for listening, everyone. We'll be back next week. Thanks for listening to this week's Bubbles and Biz. I hope you enjoyed it and were able to walk away with something new to implement or inspired in some way. If you're frustrated with your marketing efforts and you're ready to master your marketing and grow your business, I'd love to help you. Head to nb.marketing services to learn more.